Listener Production. Like the black pudding in a full English breakfast. Don't ask any questions. Just start chewing. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. I was hanging out in the cemetery yesterday. <laughs> what were you doing down the cemetery, mate? Oh, you know, just writing poems. Chowling. Yeah. Um, nah, just, uh, you know, connecting with the deceased. What was the oldest headstone you saw? Do you know what? Here's one that I saw. Uh, to the memory of E.J. Baines by his beloved wife, M.J. Baines. He was alderman of the city of Brisbane for 11 years and was once mayor. Huh. He departed this life 29th of February, 1880, age 61. I mean, there was a couple there. There was, like, people who died in, like, 1895, and they were, they were like, 90 years old. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, I just... I thought we were all supposed to be getting older, but that's that's still a pretty good slog. That's a good innings for back then, for sure, life expectancy wise. Oh, imagine been. being imagine being born like there was someone who was born in eighteen seventy and then died in fifteen uh, in nineteen sixty five or something. Imagine that's the plane, the radio, <laughs> television. Yep. Like, so much big stuff just going on. I sometimes, like, whenever I see, you know, older people wandering around, I'm like, they saw this city or this place through their eyes. And it was like, <laughs> like, they'd pick up a newspaper for a shilling and it's like war going on in Germany. <laughs> yeah, they actually saw it. And, they, were and they just there. walked past me. That person who has seen that walked past me right there. So shout out to you, old people. You're doing yeah. all right. Speaking of the olden days... I used to do a radio show with our guest today. Mr. Tom Ballard is going to be joining us. Oh, one day people will be saying, oh, I listen to, used to listen to Alex <laughs> Yeah, people Tom. will go like, radio? What the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so anyways, yes, we are very excited to have Mr. Tom Ballard back on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Good friend of the show, good friend of ours, and good friend of yours, hopefully. He'll be chatting about a brand new show that he has been a part of just recently. And I can, I promise you, uh, he's not going to be in the same place he was last time we talked to him, which was the toilet when he was part of our oh, audio be real. We did, so. get, we did catch him, didn't we? Good on him for being honest, though. See, he's <laughs> someone who never shies away from speaking the truth, so we can't <laughs> wait to chat to him. We've also got a little bit of mailbag for you. It's going to be a very fun Friday. Let's jump right in. Hey, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Have you noticed, Matt? Notice what? What about you, Bron? Have you noticed? What? That I have not been doing very many B-reels recently. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't been noticing, man. What? I really struggle to do them at all. <laughs> um, what about yourself, Bron? Are you still, still B-reeling in real life? Most, mostly I am. Yep. If, if I see the notification, I'll just do it wherever I am. I won't wait Bang. around for it. But if I don't see it, I'm not like, oh, no, I missed it. <laughs> Yeah, I think the last couple of times I've done I've done one. It's beca- it's been because I was doing something good. I'm like, well, it's really defeating the purpose of this app. <laughs> um. So wait, because well, I I never get the notification. I've turned off notifications for be real, so I never hear it when it's actually being real. And oh. so it always says you're late. It says you're always late to do them, so you only get one be real. If you do them on time, do you get more than one? Yeah. How many do you get? You get up to two extra ones, so three in total. Oh, if you do it right on time. Okay, yeah. interesting. Well, for audio B-reels today, if people answer f- the first time, should we call them another two times and ask what they're doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> i got a feeling like that would just be annoying. <laughs> 
Well, we will do Be Reels today, a bit of fun for you. So we find out what people are doing all around the country when we give them a call and ask them to be real right here, right now. We are your Fat Boy Slims of <laughs> Potty Radio. Hello? Hello, is that Sarah? Who is this? Sorry? It's Matt and Alex from All Day Breakfast. We're asking you, what the hell are you doing right now? No way! Um, I just got back from the shops. Meal prepping, nothing too exciting. Arctic monkeys playing. Oh, sounds yeah. good. What are you cooking? Um, Satay chicken. Very yeah, nice. Sorry. And when you go meal prep, how many days of the week are you going to be prepping for? Uh, just two, and then I get a bit bored. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So satay chicken one day. What's the next? Um, then we have like a little Balinese curry going on. Oh, damn, Sarah. Where, where is this, by the way? Where are you in, in Australia? Uh, I'm in Adelaide. Well, Ooh, shout out to everyone in Adelaide. Thank you very much, Sarah, for being real. No, thank you. Bye. See you guys. Hello? Sarah, it's Matt and Alex again. We're following up on our Be Real. How do you make how do you make a good satay chicken? What's your secret? Oh, well, see, I was a little bit nervous. It's a satay tofu. So nice. why'd you say chicken? Well, because I was under pressure. I was nervous. Wow. You were not being real with us, were you, Sarah? <laughs> I'm very glad that we wow. called back to, to clarify this. Okay, did you think we were going to mock you for making a satay tofu or something? What's the deal? No, no, I I don't know. The pressure got to me and, oh, God, I've been anticipating this call for so long and then when I least expect it. That's the point of it, Sarah. That's why we're not planning these things. Is there anything else you weren't being real about? Were you even meal prepping at all? I am, I am, but I'm also on the way to a massage, so that's probably more exciting. Meal prepping oh. on the way to a massage? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so flustered. I'm Just tell us what you're I'm looking at right now, out of your eyes, Sarah. I am standing in my kitchen and it's wet and rainy outside and there's a loaf of bread right in front of me. Okay, so you haven't left uh, for the massage yet? No. Because okay. I'm meal prepping. Is there any reason for this massage or is it just like a general relax? Oh, yeah, just a general relax. You know, look after yourself, body, mind. Indeed. Well, we have we have fussed you today, so it's the perfect perfect <laughs> yeah, one can... for, a, for a relax. Thank you very much for uh, taking your opportunity for a second Be Real there, Sarah, <laughs> and we'll touch you later. Sweet. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Hello? Sarah, it's Matt and Alex. Oh. We're being real still. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Well, be real brought out, it. brought out the oh thing. If you, if you be real on time, you get two extra opportunities. So uh, here's, your third, here's your third bite of the cherry. What are you doing right now? Oh, my God. Are you guys scraping the bottom of the barrel? Yes, it is. We've got the Vegemite be reels right now, getting all the yeasty goodness. What's happening? Okay. I'm out on the street. I am just about to get said massage. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just got in time, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's wet, it's cold here in Adelaide. I am on a busy street, uh, looking at a lot of cars, a lot of people. That's me. I'm running. I'm running out of things here. Tell you what, <laughs> by the third time, Sarah, you absolutely <laughs> nailed it. Perfect. <laughs> you are the star of audio. Be real for this week. I really hope that the podcast is titled Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Done. You got it. Done. I would Bye. be disappointed otherwise. <laughs> yeah.
Well, 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 looky here. Look who is joining us on All Day Breakfast today. Uh, you know him from, um, what was the name of the reality TV show again? <laughs> My panel oh show God. about reality TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reality Check. Reality Check. That was it. You know him from Reality Check. You know him for his award-nominated <laughs> comedy show. <laughs> it's his eye. Mr. Tom Ballard, hello to you. Hello. Lovely to be off the toilet and on your program. Oh, you want, no, do you want to hear what it sounded of... like? Yeah. Oh, when, God. When you joined us last time? <laughs> yeah, go on. Well, it's John. Tom Ballard, it's Alex Dyson and Matt O'Kine calling you here with your warning emoji before an audio be real. What are you looking at right now? My phone, and I am on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Answering private numbers on the toilet, mate. Yeah, wow, Tom, why? What I was were very you... bored. I get bored on there. Don't, weren't you concerned about the echo? Don't you think that people are going to catch you out? Um, I don't know. Well, I think if it's a block number, it's probably someone trying to sell me something, and those people are the worst. They deserve to hear me on the <laughs> That's a punishment for being who they are and the lives they lead. That's it. I've been getting a lot of calls from the wine people recently. I used to um, be a wine person. I used to be doing the wine calls. What do you mean? Offering you wine on the phone? There's 80% off Shiraz right now. Yeah, I, I used to work at a call center that sold wine on the phone. I tell you what, they were not highlights of my of my life. Did I'll anyone ever that. want wine? Bro, okay, for one, this was back in 2008. People were not that savvy with their online buying yet, okay? okay. And second, if you were calling a doctor, they'd be like, next contact is Dr. Phillips or whatever. Oh, you would be licking your lips. <laughs> I tell you what, you would be, you'd be selling more than a case of Shiraz to Doctor So and So. So often, I'm just, mm. telling, I'm just saying that now. But who isn't aware of their options to buy <laughs> wine whenever they like? You Why can't do they get need it anywhere call? else? You can't get it anywhere else. It was it's a little bit sad. tough because often you'd call. Well, I mean, well, wait, this isn't about me, Tom. Let's talk about the, oh, wait, you're not a good person to talk about this because you started doing all of this when you were 15 years old. Some of us right. have had to work actual jobs, Tom. <laughs> have you ever had an actual job that isn't just yapping away into your little microphone? I used to, well, I worked in a call center. I worked for Movember, the charity, but it was an inbound um, uh, call center. So people who were doing Movember called us with their problems. Yeah, but were you only... Tom Ballard by that stage? Were, were you a were you a known figure? <laughs> when did Tom Ballard begin? Um, <laughs> I was doing comedy at that stage, but I was still just trying to pay the bills like everybody. All in right. many ways, I'm much like you, Matt. Mm. But the, <laughs> the worst thing about working in November is that, of course, there's a lot of pressure on you to actually grow a moustache, and I am unable to do that as I have the face <laughs> of a large baby. Have you so, ever gone for the beard? Not the beard, no. But by the end of the month, you know, they have a big party where you go dressed up in the costume that best represents your moustache. And I went as an old grandma because everyone told me to go as an old grandma, <laughs> which is bullying in the workplace as far as well, that's it. Well, I'm surprised that your character on the brand new Australian TV series Deadlock uh, doesn't have Very a mustache like... given it's a police officer named Sven. I would have yes. thought that that was big Mo territory. They couldn't get a <laughs> Russell a fake, fake one up for you. Are they allowed to have facial hair? No, they're not allowed to have beards. Maybe they're allowed to have beards now, but yes, I guess mustaches have been uh, big with the police force for a very long time. That was so weird. I thought you were talking about people called Sven. <laughs> You're like, uh, are they allowed to have facial hair? I was like, I guess so. <laughs> um, I don't think it's do appropriation if you just have facial hair as the actor. But um, 
Yeah, no, yeah, police. I guess they've got different <laughs> things. Do you know, because you, you filmed this in Tassie, right? Yes. We should clarify this show. It's a bit of a crime, murder, mystery, whodunit, comical, created by the two Kates, Kate McCartney and Kate McLennan, and it is set in a fictional seaside town of a deadlock, Tasmania, on the on the eve of an annual arts festival, and something goes wrong. And I thought, first, as soon as I saw this, I was like, couldn't happen. But then I remembered that I went to the Launceston... Um, it's like a taste of Launceston or the escape. And while everyone's like nibbling cheese and crackers and eating like great produce, these two guys just got into a huge biff out the front of the whiskey tent, like fully just swinging. Like well, it was four o'clock in the Arvo and these dudes are just swinging at it. Did you have any much fun in Tassie, Tom, while you were there? Anything exciting happened to you like that? Yeah, I bashed heaps of, heaps of dudes. <laughs> it was sick. I just, I just wanted to blend in with the locals. You know? Well, no, I mean, a big part of the show is, yes, yes. so it's a small, tiny town that has got this influx of yuppies, of mainlanders, which really reflects, you know, the kind of insane um, speed at which Tasmania, a beautiful part of the world, has sort of since been overrun by dirty mainlanders in recent years and it's become somewhat gentrified. Property prices are through the roof. There's this incredible food and wine and arts culture kind of being impositioned on some of these small towns. Obviously, there's a lot of benefits to that economically and culturally and stuff, but also you've got some locals going... Oi, you're not from around here. Piss off back to Melbourne, scarf boy. <laughs> um, they didn't say that to me. That. Everyone was very lovely to us. But that really plays out in the um, in the course of the show. And yes, the Winter Festival, that is a big, big part of the show, might ring a few bells if people are at all familiar with the uh, the monification of Hobart and uh, the cool stuff that's going on there. Well, it's quite an incredible uh, production put together. Amazon Prime came into Australia and did it with the Cates. Can you tell us about a few of the other people you got to act alongside when it came to Deadlock? Yeah, the cast is kind of insane. There's about hundreds of people involved. But, um, yeah, Kate Box and Madeline Sami are the two leads, uh, the two detectives who are taking on the case. Um, and they're a little bit of an odd couple, okay? One of them's a little bit straight-laced. The other one's a little bit uh, all out there. <laughs> and hilarity ensues. Is this rush hour in Tasmania? Is that what we're <laughs> dealing with here? That was, that was the pitch, yes. That was the pitch. <laughs> Um, uh, but they're amazing and incredible. Yes, and uh, and Kate Box plays uh, Dulcie, who's the lead detective, and um, Madeline Sami is is Eddie, who comes in a blow in from Darwin. Um, I am a police officer called Sven Alderman. I don't do a Swedish accent or anything. I, I, uh, that was never a part of the deal. My good friend Nino Ayama. <laughs> Did they try a, and ask cop. you to do one? Did they sort of hint, like, I mean, if you want to do the accent. It was just never brought up at any point. Okay. I didn't do any of the audition. It wasn't, there were never any notes given. You know what? I would say, if speaking of, you know, blonde, mustached Swedish people, if mm. they were ever to cast a live action Swedish chef, I reckon Tom Ballard would be in prime position. <laughs> As in the Muppets. A Swedish chef about him. Oh, thank you. Bork, bork, bork. That's probably offensive, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, we, we don't know what's offensive anymore. That's right. Matt was a Russian spy whale yesterday, so we're, we're and fine. I, I, <laughs> no, I know, I know. I specifically, we had a big talk after the incident. I was like, this, <laughs> I don't know about this at all. Well, as long as you don't, I don't know, endorse the invasion of Ukraine. Or well, anything, that's what I was trying. I was like, I don't want this whale. <laughs> no point to, to endorse be... the invasion of Ukraine. But I was I'm like, saying I that's want... good. I'm glad. <laughs> Anyway, so, now back to the invasion of Tasmania by yuppies, okay, <laughs> which was great. Did You know, a lot of people when they are playing, you know, police, SWATs, you know, soldiers, they go on an intense six-week training courses with the people. Did you go along to the, the police force and 
you know, learn how to, to do the job properly? Uh, no, we had a, a Zoom with a nice middle-aged lady named Leanne, I believe. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she asked our very, answered our very basic questions. about What, what, was some of your, what were some of your questions? What do you need to know when you're, uh, when you're playing a police officer? Well, it's important because so Sven, the general background for Sven is that he went through some terrible breakup and needed to change everything about his life. So he went from being a cosmopolitan gay man who, we don't know much about this ex-boyfriend or anything, but um, uh, basically, yeah, changed his whole life and, and, and went to this rural town to work in the police force. Um, it's a terrible idea. Sven is a lovely person who should not be a cop. Um, and, and just, he views the murder as, you know, it's a real hassle with a lot of paperwork. He's very lazy and likes to delegate. Um, so, uh, yeah, sort of, I guess getting my head around the idea of being in the police force and not wanting to be there was a big part of the questions. And I was amazed at how quickly you can get from, Hey, I want to be a cop to you're, you're a cop now. <laughs> it's like six <laughs> months or something Whoa, between yeah. saying yes, please to actually being out there, maybe not being given a weapon, but being out there actually, I guess, solving crime or yeah. doing stuff in the community. It's a very, very quick turnaround. I guess to be an accountant, you've got to do three years at uni. <laughs> mm. you do three years of acting, for God's sake. You're a stupid actor. <laughs> well, is this something that you really were surprised to learn? I mean, other than, um, you know, how easy, well, not easy, but how quickly you can sort of proceed in the pathways to being a working police officer, but about the actual job itself. Yeah, I mean, it's the the research that the Kates, the Kates have been working on this show for about eight years, right? Started off, they, they started oh. watching Scandi, uh, you know, noir shows, loved Broadchurch, all that kind of stuff. And then that that's where the germs, the seeds of idea of like a funny comedic version of that kind of show started um, entering their brains. But throughout, they're like, it has to be real. We actually want to follow a murder mystery. We want to follow the crime. We want to find out, you know, clues and actually try and stick to reality in terms of how a police officer would investigate a murder in such a small town. So like the forensic details and how it all work out, that's all like really close to life. They had consultants and really researched that part of it. So I think if you're, if people have watched those dramas closely and like, you know, following, like following all the forensic details and like knowing how police keep cops really do it, deadlock will definitely, you know, um, live up to those standards. I think now sometimes I didn't, you know, follow the story across all the scripts like a <laughs> actor would. Um, but I turned up and I said the words that I was supposed to say on each day and everyone seemed quite happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should say like with people like yourself and Nina Oyama, Susie Yusuf as well is in the program with the, you know, Kate McCartney and Kate McLennan being incredibly funny people. What was the uh, room for improvisation on deadlock? It started being very open and, and we had a lot of fun and be like, Hey, let's have another take. Let's go again. Let's do a Let's silly one. <laughs> and then the scale of the production, I think, really started to kick in. And we all started to realize how much we had to shoot, how long these days were. And um, the ability to muck about was frowned upon. <laughs> Particularly if you're mucking around is, you know, not remembering the lines or delivering them properly. So... And that's, that's fine because the scripts are already very funny and uh, ingenious. So uh, the idea of um, improvising was, yes, faded away a little bit from the production, but I think that's totally fine. I'd rather just <laughs> Sorry, trust the I love anyway. Just the idea of improvising, it's only in our business does, do people think that they can do it? <laughs> like you, when you're actually the writer, you've spent years 
perfecting what's on the page and someone walks in like, I might just say this instead. If you were, if you went into your accountant's office and just said like, can you hand me the pen here? I'm just going to cross out a few of these figures and just, I'm just going to riff on these reports. Wow. Really working through some issues you've, you've had of working well, on the other guy say. there, Matt, I feel. I feel it's really say. coming to the fore. Yeah, Matt's still got uh, a little bit of uh, leftover Resentment from uh, something by the sounds yes. of things there. God damn. Oh, don't touch my words. They're perfect. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'll just walk into the Mona Lisa with my own crayons and just start drawing a moustache on her. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Tom, by the sounds of things, deadlock, not the Mona Lisa of Australian TV comedy. That falls with no, the other guy. But it would be up there with the roof of the Sistine Chapel, I reckon. It's on Amazon Prime Video out today. Deadlock is its name. And Tom Ballard, we, uh, we thank you very much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. Thank you, boys. Everyone watch it, please. Thank you. And action. Bork, bork, bork. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Well, at the end of a big week, it's always good to clean out the fridge with some of the best messages that we were unable to get to throughout the last five days. Tom, <laughs> Matt O'Kine, are you ready for this? Oh, wait, wait. You just <laughs> called me Tom. I thought we were over this, man. <laughs> you see your ex oh, for no. one day and suddenly he's all you can think about? That is... This is the podcasting version, and it's generally more embarrassing, of calling out your ex during sex. That is what I just did then in the podcast world with, with Matt O'Kai. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. He means nothing to me. Oh, my God. All right. Well, look, let me just take over this goddamn segment. <laughs> Step aside from the mic. You're only going to ruin it. All right. Here we go. This is the segment where we read out some of the texts we haven't had the time to uh, mention across the week. We love hearing from you on at matt.n.alex. Just like we heard from Lisa Isaacs over the week. Hey, Matt and Alex, I've gone back and I'm listening to your earlier episodes again. There's just no other podcast that makes me laugh and smile like you all do. That being said, I would love for you to bring back Australia's second favorite podcast game. Name that movie through the emoji descriptions. It's so good. And then she sent a little emoji. Well, what do you reckon, Matt? Is it, is it time to bring it back? All right. We have a few crumb bags still to give away. So how about next week? We'll play it once. We'll play Name That Movie. Through the emojis. All right. Well, stay tuned for that one. Heather, that's it. it pays to get in touch with All Day Breakfast. Why don't, why don't I do Name That Thang? <laughs> Name That Thang. <laughs> yeah. We can be, it can be a movie or a song or an actor. Um, okay. I'm going to change it. Name That Thang. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you have to say it as well. Heather, uh, on the topic of bronze childhood nickname being BJ. Heather says, I can relate to bronze childhood nickname. My name is Heather, and for as long as I can remember, my dad and brothers always called me Head or Heady. Still do to this day. Thank you, Heady, for getting in touch with that one. We also love getting your voicemails as well. You don't have to type out your messages. If you want to leave us via the little microphone icon on your Instagram, then by all means, please do. Just the way Sarah did. With regards to the topic, me having two showers a day. I've just been listening to the podcast where Matt's talking about showering morning and night. But is anyone thinking that maybe the reason he's having two showers a day 
and wetting his hair every time has directly resulted in hair loss? Just asking. <laughs> Mate, I've I've watched what water erosion does to the cliffs around the Twelve Apostles. Maybe the double shower <laughs> on the top of the dome, getting it wet every time. Do you wow. know? Okay, I don't wash one. I don't wash with any shampoo. But two, what do you wash with? What I think I don't wash um, my hair with shampoo at all. I just use. I just wet it. When's Every now and then I wash it with shampoo. When's the last time you would have washed it with shampoo? Oh, months ago. Look, Whoa. the fact of the matter is, hey, that's direct orders from the hairdresser. Damn. I didn't hey, realize. I don't know if you know this, Daiso. Humans lived for many, many, many thousands of years without shampoo. Yes, their hair fell out and they died when they were 30, but that's not <laughs> the point. The point is, <laughs> it's yeah. important. Yeah, we should go. We should go back to the times of living without penicillin as well. <laughs> they were the good old days. <laughs> if anything, it's because I twisted my hair so much. I reckon when I was growing up, I twisted it all That's the time. Right. When we used to be on radio, you used to twist it. A I used to bit. twist it all the time. So if anything's going to rip it out, it'll be that. Mm. Well, thank you very much, Sarah. Very interesting point. Um, Monica also got in touch regards to our conversation about how many chugga chuggers come before a choo choo. Chugga 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 chugga. <laughs> Did she just? Are you Hang kidding me? Hang on a second. Did we just tricky Nikki ourselves via Monica? Monica, did Monica just tricky Nikki us. Who Bron, allowed did this you... to happen? Bron, Link. Did Bron do this? Ed, don't hide behind the bloody the Zoom screen, Bron. Just because you're working from home it. today, you trick. You and did Sarah you conspired it? to tricky Nikki us. You know, it had to be done. <laughs> was it all you or was it just, did Monica do it or was it you? No, it was Monica, but I so, did select it. <laughs> oh, my God. Bron, if we can't trust you, who can we trust? Oh, my God. I'm I, sorry. I can't, I can't press any audio here at all anymore. <laughs> well, Monica, damn. This that was a blast war. in the past, isn't it? Yes, we did get Tricky Nikki. Congratulations, Monica. A Tricky Nikki is the new Rick Roll. Instead of, you know, I'm never going to give you up. It's you, you hit people with a little bit of strawberry kisses. But um, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't expecting it. I'll tell you that. That is, you, you called that back. That was, that's a two-year-old callback there, Monica. Bravo. <laughs> Very, very well done. And we said you can uh, get in touch at any time, no matter when you listen. So uh, you've done well there, Monica. Touche. And um, damn it, I'm going to have strawberry kisses in my head for the rest of the day. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to uh, All Day Breakfast. It's been very nice hanging out. Thanks to Tom Ballard for joining us on the day that his show Deadlock comes out. And um, thank you for uh, hanging out with us for a nice, fun week. Yeah, and if you're hanging out over the weekend, you're thinking, oh, what should I do? I'm a bit bored. Well, then just send us a text at matt.and.alex on Instagram, a voice message, however you want to get in touch. We always love hearing from you no matter what it is about. But no more tricky nickies. <laughs> That's it. We're the one who tricky the nicky. We're not the tricky nicky e. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, we're going to get out of here. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.